Hey everyone, welcome back to the How It's Really Going podcast with Shane and Rucker. And I know it has been a very long time since I have dropped an episode in here. And that has been for good reason. As you guys know, if you have been listening to my podcast for a while, I have had some life changes, some major things happening. And the part of that has been career change and not really sure what's next for me. And that sort of left this podcast in a place of limbo. And it wasn't until this past weekend and what triggered me to share this new episode with you and this update is I have received a message from a really good friend of mine who her and I were in business together. We were both in MLM. She was like my business bestie for many years. We've remained friends. Neither of us are really doing the MLM thing anymore, but she sent me a message this past weekend And she said, and I quote, she said, I just listened to your last couple of podcasts and she threw in a bunch of heart emojis. She goes, one, it was so nice to hear your voice. And two, the wisdom and growth you've acquired is seriously impressive. You speak without ego and total clarity. I feel refreshed. And receiving that message last week was really nice. First of all, because when you're in the business of being online and on social media and sharing vulnerabilities and growth and all of those things, much like I do with this podcast. I'm always on here just when I was doing this podcast, just sharing, Hey, this is what's working. This is what's not. This is what's really going on in my life. You don't know who's needing to hear what you're saying. You don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent, if people are resonating with you or not, because you're basically just talking into a mic and just throwing it out there. And until you get messages like this one that I received from Jamie, you just don't know. And so it's really nice to hear these kind of messages, especially with the last few episodes that I did do where I was really just being open and honest about where I was with business coaching and my business and stuff. And so it really did really was good for me to hear that. But the other point of this is that I really haven't, It's this podcast has been on my mind because I do really love my audience. I love all of you guys who, who listen to all the episodes who've been with me on this podcast for all the different renditions of it from when it first started. I think the very first podcast name I had was keeping it real with Shana Rucker, um, the dream hustle podcast, the, all the different versions of this podcast over the years. And I just haven't really, I just didn't really know what I should do with it now that I'm not doing business coaching anymore. It just didn't, I don't know. It was just kind of like, what do I do with this now? And Jamie's message really helped me realize that I don't really even need anything specific to be able to jump on here and just share how it's really going and to share what's going on in my life and in my world. Because I think that sometimes we need to hear from people who are like us and who are going through things like us, whatever those things may be. And that somebody out there is listening and resonating and just needing to hear somebody who's going through something similar. And it's funny because I didn't know what to do with this podcast. I've had this like thought or this feeling like I should record an episode. And then after I got that message from Jamie, I even said to her, I've been debating on what to do with this podcast. And your message tells me that maybe I need to keep it going. And like she had said to me is that people love hearing stories of women reinventing themselves in the next chapters and all that kind of stuff. And maybe that's the direction I go with this. I'm not sure. 
I don't want to put any pressures on myself to commit to showing up at a certain every week or anything like that. But I do really do want to show up and just continue to share. And it may seem random, I guess. Like, I guess that's the part with this podcast that's been like holding me back from coming on is that it feels random. It's I'm not talking about business coaching specifically. I'm talking about my life in general. And that kind of seems random because sometimes I'm talking about kids maybe, or sometimes I'm talking about menopause or something. Sometimes I'm talking about business and it feels like a little bit all over the place, but why is that wrong? Right? Like why, why does that need to be wrong? Why can't that just be what it is? It's part of the whole reason I called the podcast, how it's really going with Shana Rucker is because even though in the time I was wanting it to be specific around business and online business and coaching, it's still relevant to my life and just how things are really going. And the past, I would say five or six episodes, if not more, were how it was really going with me transitioning out of business coaching and learning about ethical marketing and what I'm seeing online and the shifts in the industry and stuff like that. Who knows? I think what I'd like to do, and I think this is probably what you're going to see from me in this podcast is just hop on the mic whenever I feel like I just have something to say that I think people would resonate with. And sometimes it'll be about business. Sometimes it'll be about life. Sometimes it'll be about kids. Sometimes it'll be about, I don't know, just whatever the heck's going on in the moment that I just feel like it needs to be shared. So that's how it's going to roll. And today I'm just going to share just more of an update as to this transition that I've been making out of business coaching and into really what I didn't know at the time when I decided to leave business coaching, I didn't know what I was moving into. And it has since formed into something which I'm really excited about. And I want to share that with you guys. But also just, I also want to share just some of the things that I had been struggling with when I was leaving business coaching, because I do think that some of the stuff that I'm going to share with you in this episode needs to be told. The story needs to be told and it needs to be just a shift in online business that I do feel that needs to happen. So I'm just going to just start talking about the update. So I can't remember even where I was in the last episode, but I had stopped doing the business coaching. And what I had transitioned more into was doing the done for you services for my client, which has been going really well. I specifically focus on Kajabi work in Canva. I'm a graphic designer by trade. So I have been working with clients on updating their Kajabi websites, building new Kajabi sites from scratch, creating landing pages and sales pages and automations and all that kind of stuff, all that techie stuff for my clients. And it's been really great. And it's been nice because I haven't had to really do any kind of promotion for myself on social media or anything for that. It's just been something that has been happening via word of mouth. And that has been really great. I've been really happy about that because one of the things that I struggled with when I was getting out of business coaching was the amount of time that I was needing to spend on social media in order to generate clients. And I don't know why this is different (laughs) with the Kajabi stuff that I don't seem to need to do that. I don't know if it's because 
maybe because it's specialized and there are people who need this, but there's not as a lot of people who do this. I don't know if it's because my energy has shifted and I'm not as, I don't want to say panicky, but I'm not as pushing it and feeling the need to be online in order to get clients. Like clients are just coming to me out of the woodwork. I'm not sure. It could be a combination of factors, but it is the way it is. And been it's been great. And I love the work that I'm doing. I get to just be in my bubble, do my work for my clients and just figure everything out and just keep moving forward. So that's been good. As you guys know, I took a part-time job at a salon working the front desk, which I still am doing two days a week. I actually had to reduce my time there a little bit because my graphic design Kajabi stuff was really picking up or has been picking up. So I've been pretty busy with that stuff. So I've had to reduce that down to two days a week, but I do love that work and it is so fun. I really enjoy the people that I'm working with there. I finally feel like I know what I'm doing because it's, trust me, working in front desk of a salon with, this is the busiest salon in our town. It's a lot to learn. And I finally feel like I know what I'm doing and I pretty much can be in there and feel confident. And so that's been really good. And I'm hoping to be able to at least stay there one to two days a week just to be able to help out. And just because it's fun and it just is a nice change of pace. And so I've been doing that. And then I have been doing my art, something that has really picked up and that has been super fun that I've been doing are paint nights. So I am an abstract artist. I have an art website. It's chainrecordart.com. I do abstract paintings and I had a friend mention to me one day, she was like, you should do a paint night where like girls can come in and drink wine and you can teach them how to, to do abstract art. And to be honest, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Cause my husband and I have an art studio. So we were, it's not even in my house. It's like a separate space that we lease and it's awesome. I love it. But I, the idea came in and I was like, yeah, I could do that. But then there was some fears and some doubts and some like things where I was just like, I just wasn't in a space to deal with it at that point. But I was at the studio one Sunday and I was thinking about it. And I said, you know what, Jace, like my, to my husband, I'm like, I've been thinking about doing this. He's like, just do it. Just put it out there and see what happens. So that's what we did. We put it out there. I said, I'm hosting an abstract paint night and we gave the date. It was $75 at the time to join and we had it sold out 10 spaces. Actually, it was 11 people who joined within the first 24 hours, which was so cool. And I was so excited to see how excited people were for that. And we hosted the first one back in July and it was so much fun. And we just, I didn't know what I was doing. I was flying by the seat of my pants. I was trying to figure everything out. I think I, we did a pretty good job of running this first event And everyone had fun that was there. I had people telling me like they had never been to anything like that before and that they were, they came in feeling a little bit, not sure what to expect, but then, because as an abstract artist, you, there's not, it's not like I sit there and go, okay, paint a sun, paint a mountain, paint this bird here. That's not what this is. This is let everything go. There are no rules here's a little bit of my process on how I paint abstract, but you do whatever you want. Let the colors, the music, let your intuition guide you kind of thing. And so people at first, it was so funny because people at first were looking at their canvas or their canvas paper and being like, what, I'm not sure where to start. And then you would see them pick up a 
a pencil or a, a charcoal, or they would s- squirt some paint on, and then they would use the, I use palette knives and everybody has a palette knife and some brushes and stuff. And then they would start to play with the tools. And by the end of the paint night, everybody had created, each person creates three pieces of art. And they had these amazing pieces of art that they were even themselves shocked that they created. They were just like, I had net, they said to me, like they had never felt so free before. Like they were never, it's in society. We're not told to just do whatever we want and let go of the rules. Right. So to be able to walk into a space, have some good music going, enjoy a glass of wine and to be able to just let color fly and just play. People don't often get a chance to do that. And so they left just feeling so good. I got some of the best comments and best messages after that event, just of how much they enjoyed the process of that. And so we've been running them ever since. This is a new thing that's just popped up in my world. And and I, I really do think that part of the reason that my life has changed and that I'm enjoying the things that I'm doing, even though I don't even know what I'm like. I, I'm not a business coach. I, okay. I'm a graphic designer. I guess I'm an artist. Like I don't really know what to classify my work as. And I don't really think we need to classify it as anything, but I think just the art or just the fact, simple fact that I have let go of expectations for myself, expectations for what I should be expectations for how much money I should be making and the type of work I should be doing all of the shoulds, like really just letting go of all of those shoulds and allowing things to unfold in my life. That's what's led me to these opportunities that one are fun, that are just working very easily for me. And and I'm just really enjoying the process is because I'm not gripping so tightly to what I think should be. And that has taken me some time to really be able to notice and have the awareness that maybe that's why things are working out so well. And I'm feeling so much better about my life is because I'm not gripping so tight. And I don't know why when it, when I have my, when I had my business coaching business, why I was gripping so tight and why I felt the need to have these expectations for myself. I don't know why I did that. Maybe it's because there's a lot of competition out there. A lot of other coaches who are making the business look easy and everybody should be a friggin' millionaire. And when you're not, you feel like you're not doing it right or something's wrong with you or whatever. And you're trying so hard to make this work. I let go of all of that. And I literally took my ego and said, go sit down in a chair somewhere. Cause I don't need you right now. I just need to not, I just need to not do anything that I feel I should be doing or anything that society thinks I should be doing or any of that kind of stuff and just let go. And I think that's what's literally changed everything in my life. Like, I can't even tell you, I feel so much less stressed. A lot of the symptoms I was having from my, like what I was saying was perimenopause, which I do believe a lot of it still was hormonal stuff, like the massive mood swings and things like that. A lot of that's gone because I'm not putting this extra pressure on myself to perform and to try and achieve and to be at a certain level in my life. And before I was doing that, I just was constantly in a bad mood because everything I was doing was just, it wasn't working to the degree of what I thought it should be because of what I was seeing everybody else doing. And that constantly repeated over and over and over again 
is hard. It wears on you. And it was the minute that I let all of that stuff go. And let me tell you, this did not change overnight. Okay. I, I felt a release in pressure. The minute that I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not being a business coach anymore. I'm letting this go. It's time to stop from the minute that I put that out there to the world. I did feel a release in pressure, but it wasn't like my financial situation changed. Nothing changed for me anywhere else in my life, except for the fact that I released that pressure and I let go of that expectation. So that in itself really did release and create space for me to be able to be like, okay, what's next? And not be in a race or put myself in some sort of box. It was like, I was okay to go to the salon a couple of days a week. That really did help me financially in the beginning. Cause when you quit something, you quit the income that comes with it. I let go of all my clients and everything. So the salon really helped me just continue to get some sort of a paycheck, but it also gave me space to really think about what do I want to do and how do I want to be in this world? And, and I still don't really have an answer for that. And I still, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants and I am really enjoying the Kajabi work. I am enjoying doing the paint nights and being able to work on art every so often. And I am enjoying the salon. And right now, those are the things that I'm just doing and I'm not putting myself in a classification. I will say, It was interesting at the salon when I would see people come in that knew me and that knew what I did. And then they saw me working there and they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're working here. Why are you working here? Like my ego desperately wanted to say, oh, I'm just helping a friend. She asked if I, which yes, partly that is true to some degree, but also my friend was helping me because she could see that I was in a spot where I wasn't happy and I needed something to bridge the gap to try and figure out what was next for myself. And so there was some of that. And at the end of the day, like now I'm to the point where I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like, I don't care what anybody thinks about what I'm doing because I'm happy. And like my life is, it feels good. And so that's really what matters at the end of the day. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm, that's what I'm just doing. And I've still, sometimes people will say, do you miss business coaching or do you miss being online? And I don't, I actually don't. I see what's going on in the online coaching space. And there's a lot of it that just makes me feel gross. There's a lot of stuff that I'm learning about the industry that I feel like the industry is changing. And I think that it's changing for the better. I don't think that I am, I'm somebody who as a coach, I knew a lot about different things because I had been taught by other people or I had built businesses myself. So I had some experience, but I'll be honest, I wasn't a certified business coach. I didn't go to school for business marketing. I went to school for graphic design and marketing, but I don't have any certifications that say I am qualified to coach somebody how to start a business. The only qualification I have is that I've started my own, I've started a couple of businesses myself. I've gotten them to six figures, but that's it. That's the only real qualifications I have. I'm not certified to be out there coaching people on how to build a business because sure, I've done it, but I don't have any formal education. And I think that's something that's changing in the industry as people are starting to look for proper certifications because there's a lot of shitty ones out there, but actual qualified experience in what you're doing that is helping you help other people. Like you've got the experience that's going to 
experience and the knowledge and the know-how and the guidance and the system that helps people achieve a certain result. And if you don't have that in the coaching industry, I, if you don't have that, then you're, I think that you're in trouble. And I didn't have that. And nor was I about to go invest money into getting that. So for me, it was like, I need to figure out what's next for me because I know that the way the industry is going, someone like me, even though I'm going to say it, I was good at what I did. I still wasn't in a position where I was qualified to be helping other people start businesses. And that's just the way that it is. Now I am a certified graphic designer. I am a Kajabi expert. I had to apply for that. I had to have them review my stuff in order to be able to get that. There was a lot of things that, that I do have. And those are the skill sets that I promote and that I um, share in my, my, my business world kind of thing. And that's because I do believe the industry is changing. Now, one of the things that did happen with me, and I do want to share this story because I just think it's important for those of you out there who are looking to grow an online business and hire some coaches and things like that. I don't want you to get stuck into the same thing that I was stuck in. And so my advice to you as somebody who's been a coach and who's also hired lots of coaches in my day, like I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaches since starting my business is to make sure that you vet the people you're hiring, because I did not do that. My vetting for the coaches that I hired was, do they look successful online? Do they have the success that I want? Are they showing that on Instagram? Because if they're showing that on Instagram, then they must be successful. So I want to hire them so that I can have what they have. That was literally me vetting the coaches that I've hired. And the thing with social media is what and what's actually true are can be two completely different things. It is very easy to make your life look extravagantly luxurious and wealthy, but yet it's not on the on the flip side of the camera. So it's very easy to make yourself look really good at what you do, successful, wealthy person, but nobody knows if that's actually true because people make that shit up all the time. And that's part of the path that I've been on. I've learned a lot about the shit that goes on behind the scenes that we don't see through my work and looking up the different ethical marketing things and stuff like that. But what I want to say to you guys, and this is my story, is that you definitely need to vet the people and don't vet them just by looking at what they say they have online. So the last coach that I ever hired, I'm not going to name names at this point, but the last coach that I ever hired, I joined her program because I saw the flashiness on social media. I saw what she was sharing to be true about her business, which was hundred K not even just hundred K months. She was talking about hundred K days. She had a million dollar month at one point. She was using social media, she was really good at marketing herself. Now, how much of what she was marketing was actually true is still to be determined. There's a lot of people who in the circles and things that I've been a part of that actually question her actual wealth and question how much of it's real. And I didn't actually ever question that. I always just thought it, I just assumed that people were good. I just assumed that people wouldn't lie about that stuff. Fuck, I'm gullible. 
because I wouldn't lie about that stuff. Like I even struggled telling the truth about my financial stuff online when I was telling positive things that were happening in my business. I just assumed that it was all real and right. And it wasn't until I started going down this road of researching marketing and ethics and all that stuff that I realized that, oh, wait, that they might be lying about what they're talking about. And so this coach that I hired, there's a lot of information online that talks about questioning some of her claims. And I didn't actually question any of it until I started reading it. And then I started going, oh, wait a minute. Yeah they're right. This could be, this could not be true. And so I had joined one of her programs and it was not cheap. It was about $1,500 a month. And when you're not really, when you're not making, you know, a lot of money in your business, $1,500 a month is a lot. And so about midway through the program, I had asked if I could be let out of the program. Cause I was thinking about quitting coaching at that point. I just couldn't afford the program. I was struggling financially in my business at that point to the point where I, I literally sent them a message and said, listen, this is where I'm at. Like, I am not even sure how I'm going to be paying for my groceries this week. I am struggling really badly in my business and I need to get out of this. And their response was no, nope. You've signed a contract, which first of all, I never signed a contract. I just clicked a button. Like, I guess now when you just buy something, it just automatically signs you into this contract which I think is bullshit by the way, but there's no signed contract, but they said, no, they said no, like in a nice way, I will say it was like, I'm sorry that this is happening. If you want out, you have to pay full price for every single program that you've taken from this coach, because the program that you're in reduces the amount of each of the programs and you have to pay for it until you're done. And I At first, when I sent that message and I got that response, I was like, fine, I'll stay in. I'll give it one more shot. I'll keep working. That was my mentality. And then it was a few months later, not even two months later, I messaged them back because I was in the same place two months later. I couldn't afford the payments. I was drowning. I said, I need out. This is, I can't do this anymore. I'm not paying any more payments. This is ridiculous. I'm not even happy with the program. To be honest, the program was just the same fucking program regurgitated over and over again in different ways. Like she puts out 10 programs a month and they're all virtually saying the same thing. So I was like, not really getting anywhere. I was implementing the things that were being taught to me, but nothing was changing in my business. I just said, I can't pay this. And they came back and said, you have to pay they made me this payment plan. And I was just like, I didn't want to do it. I was like, no, I've had people who have joined my programs who have come to me midway and say, this isn't for me. They've changed their mind for whatever reason. And I'm the type of person that if you've changed your mind and you don't want to do this anymore, I'm not going to refund the money for the services that you've used, but I'm not going to make you pay for something that you're not going to use if you're not going to use it. I'm not going to do that. I don't care what kind of contract you signed. I'm not going to do that. I let the person, I let, there was one person and I let her out. I was like, yeah, go. That's fine. I totally get that. There was that. And so anyways, long story short, this coach, it wasn't even her. It was her team that I was talking with, continued to harass me for this money. And I just stopped. I just stopped completely. 
I stopped talking to them. I stopped responding to them. I stopped paying it. I just stopped because I don't think it's fair. I don't care what your refund policy is. I don't care what rules you have around there. If a customer is not happy or cannot afford to continue to pay for something that they're not getting, it's not like I got a whole bunch of stuff and then was asking to get out. Like I had, I think maybe five months left in this one year long program. And I didn't want the future things. It's bullshit to say that your programs are worth X amount of money and you're discounting them for this thing. Cause that's bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. Who is saying how much those things are worth? If you have a 12 month program and it's $1,500 a month, then you have a 12 month program and it's $1,500 a month. Like that's the value of what you're selling. So when I want it out, I just wanted to stop paying the $1,500 a month. And I didn't want any more content. I didn't want any more of what was being offered. And they kept saying no. I just stopped paying it. And I just said, fuck it. I'm out. I know my rights as a consumer. I've spoken to authorities in this space who have said to me, what they are doing is not right. There's nothing that they can do to make you pay that. And so it was really difficult for me to go through that. And technically I'm still in it. I don't know what will happen next. I have yet to pay them another dime and I will not pay them another dime. I think it's horrible how they treat people and how they treat people who are struggling. And this is a person who's claiming to make a million dollars in a month. They've claimed multiple times to make six figures in a day. And they're coming after people who can't afford to be in their programs. So as consumers, and the reason I'm sharing this story is that you have to vet these people make sure that their income claims are truthful. Do you feel like the way that they're marketing themselves is something that you can do? Because I tried marketing myself in the exact same way that she was doing it. I was doing the exact same things and I was not getting the same results. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you. And definitely ask about refund policies, ask about those things before you get into them. I made bad choices. I take responsibility for those bad choices, but I am also somebody who believes that we have to treat humans like humans, not dollar signs. And if somebody is struggling to pay for something or is not happy with the service that they are getting and they don't want more of that service, then those people need to be let go. It's been a bit of a situation, but I am over it. And this is another whole reason why I'm out of the coaching industries because shit like this is going on on the daily inside that industry. And it's something that I just don't want to be a part of. I don't want to ever have somebody feel like they have to pay me money when they can't afford it. I don't know. There's just a lot of real garbage shit going on in that industry. And actually a really good podcast that I'm going to recommend to listen to if you're interested in learning more about this kind of stuff. And I was just listening to it this morning. I'm going to pull it up here and it is the marketing muckraking with Rachel K. Albers. She has season two of her podcast that started, I think July of this past year. I'm on the August 14th episode, which is about click funnels and all this stuff. But anyways, they really break down the industry and what's gone wrong in our industry, in this coaching industry, how it all started, how it's all just messed up. 
all the gurus that you know, like the Tony Robbins, the Murray Forleo's, all of those names are brought into this podcast. It's really interesting. And when you learn about what's actually going on behind the scenes with a lot of these people and these income claims and these Instagram accounts where they're showing all this fucking bullshit about their life and the luxury and all this crap. And it just, people get sucked in like I did and they pay all this money and then they don't get any results. This is the kind of shit that's going on in the coaching industry. One that drove me out, but two that I want to make people aware of through my own story so that they don't get stuck in situations like I did where you're paying for something that you're not getting any value from, or you're overpaying and you're paying like $1,500 a month for online programs that are happening in a Facebook group that you're getting these videos that are recorded from years ago. And it's the same shit regurgitated over and over again in different ways, packaged in a different marketing package. And sure, their graphics got better over the years, but the content is still the same. It's still the same garbage. And they just keep reiterating how much money they're making. And that is their selling tactic to get you into their program to think that, hey, guess what? If I'm making this much money, so can you just follow what I'm doing. And that's the bullshit that they, that's what they're using as their tactic to get you in. But guess what? You can do all the same things, even wear the same fucking clothes and do all the same crazy shit that they're doing. And it most likely isn't going to work for you either. Just be mindful of that and be careful of that for when you're signing up for things. Make sure these people are vetted. This person that I spent this money on is not a certified business coach, did not go to any kind of business school. She was a fitness coach. And so that's on me for just trusting that she knew what she was doing. But a lot of these people are really good marketers, great marketers, but they don't actually know anything about actual real business. And so they don't even have software for their courses. They host it all on social media. And that should have been my first red flag right there. That's that's basically it. I just wanted to give you that update and I wanted to share that little bit of my story. I had resisted sharing that earlier just because of so many different reasons, but I felt ready to give some inside scoop on that so that it can help stop other people from getting tangled up into bullshit marketing tactics that look fancy on the outside, but there's no real actual lessons on the inside and be careful, especially in the mindset space. There's a lot of shit floating around out in that mindset space where it's, it's all you, it's your thinking, it's the way that you are. And that's what this coach was saying to you. You have to have, take ownership for your stuff. It's all you, it's your mindset. It's you, what you believe and all that shit. That's all, it's all garbage. Like in my opinion, it's all garbage. I actually because I was heavy into that whole mindset space for a long time. And I had books upon books and I had taken courses and you name it. I had done all these things. And over the summer, I literally emptied my bookshelf. I got rid of every single book and I probably had a hundred books, threw them all out on my front lawn and just was like free to a good home and get out of here. Cause there's just so much bullshit wrapped into a lot of that stuff. Maybe not everything. I'm not going to say everything, but a lot. And I just feel like I got cleansed (laughs) when I did that. And when I just left a lot of these things and started sharing these stories and stuff, it's just a a full on over overdue cleanse of my soul. And 
I still don't have answers for what's next. I still don't really know what the future holds, but I do know what's making me feel good right now and what makes me happy being with my family, being with my kids, doing work that I love, having clients that are, that I love helping and supporting. That's just what feels good right now. And it's not business coaching. It's using my actual skill sets that I've been trained and certified in and it feels right. And it feels good. And what's right for me might not be right for you. So I'm not saying there's anything bad or wrong with being in coaching or in like that. I'm just saying, you know, just keep your eye on the industry, keep your eye on what's shifting, keep your eye on the ethical marketing stuff, because I do believe there's going to be a lot of shifts in the industry in the near future. And you won't just be able to pop online and call yourself a seven figure coach without actually having, you know, real evidence of it. And also having certifications for what it is that you say that you're helping people achieve. So that is my two cents, but I'm glad to be back. I am hoping that you enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoyed it, like I said, I love your feedback. Let me know. I am on Instagram still. I am Shana Recker is where I share some of the stuff that I'm doing in Kajabi, but I really don't post in there very often. My art account is where I show up more. And that is Shana Recker underscore art. If you want to find me there and follow some of the stuff I'm doing there, happy to chat with you in the DMs there. But yeah that's what's been going on over here. So there's a little update for y'all. Anyways, I hope that you are good and I hope to show up here again soon for y'all. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye for now.